Hello and welcome to this week's second edition of the Fins Up Podcast. It's been 24 hours since we've been in your ears. I know you've been waiting. Terry's back again. Mate, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Very good, thank you. The weather's nice and cool, so I'm all snugged up in my sharky's jacket. Feeling good? Yeah, still got the Premier's hoodie on, but it, I don't think I've washed it since 2016. Mate, why would you? You'll, you'll um, get rid of the magic. Hey, look, um, today's been an eventful day to be a Sharks fan. It's uh, It's been an eventful, yeah, 24, 48 hours on Twitter, just reading the meltdown of who was going to play fullback for Cronulla. Yeah, pretty much. I've never seen so many people not care and then suddenly care about nothing more in the world so quickly. It's it's like, um, I swear Braden Trindle's, I've, I haven't seen this from since, like, Chad left. No, it's, you know, I find it really funny that Braden Trindle's biggest detractors were also the ones calling for him to be the number seven this year and Nico be the number six. Now, I was one of those people, I wanted Trindle to be the seven and then he... You know, in different form in the preseason, got himself suspended. Um, in that time, Matt Moylan has, you know, proven that he is the best fit for Nico Hines, you know, moving forward at the moment. But, um, you know, this is what Trindle was re-signed for, and this is what we wanted long-term. We wanted him to be the number seven, so he's got that now. Let's, just, let's give him a crack. It's better than him having nine minutes off the bench. Look, I definitely agree with that. If you're going to use him, he has to start. Well, look, for those that haven't heard, like, what he's been living under rock, Nico Hines has been named at fullback. Ronaldo Mulatalo's back, which means Connor Tracy goes into the centres. I like that. Of course, Ramian's out for three weeks. We accepted the pleas, as we said last night. There was no option there. That was that was photo complete. Uh, of course, the aforementioned uh, Trindle comes in to seven. Uh, now, Aiden Tolman's been named at eight, but we know he won't start. Fanukin will come on. Uh, I mean, he'll move in and Cam will come on. Uh, the bench, Fafita. Fafita's been dropped back to the the extended bench, I believe. Well, remember, Fafita had the number 19 on his jersey on the weekend as well. Oh, uh, there you go. Now, before we get into the team discussion, I forget who it was in the group chat, but they did say that whenever Sir Fitz is questioned on his selections, he says, well, I'm going to keep that to myself. So, mate, I'm not. I'm not saying there will be mass changes. I, I think it's pretty close to what we'll see. But um, those that are holding out hope for a late change, don't give up just yet. No, don't give up just yet. Look, obviously, Lockie Miller and, and Metcalf are, are on the extended bench. Feeds on the extended bench as well. Um, yeah, look, I don't. I don't know if Feeder will play. I think you know he's definitely a rotation player at this point in his career at the moment. Um, you know, the 13-minute cameo appearance that he had against the Warriors was fantastic, but I think a bigger body like Royce Hunt is needed against Canberra. Mm-hmm. That's just a personal opinion. I think going down to Canberra... Oh, sorry, going down to Canberra in round one, yeah, we had the four forwards, and then going going on that bench with four forwards again. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... I I don't know if we'll see. I don't know if we'll see a debut for for Lockie Miller or if, if Metcalf's going to come into the team. I think it's going to be safety first approach, and this is safety first. Remembering that at one point in the competition last year, Nico Hines was the hottest player both on and off the field at fullback for the Melbourne Storm. Look, that's certainly true. I have no problems with Nico going to to one. I think that's a win. Um, some people have been calling for that since the preseason. I don't agree. He was signed as a half, and he's been outstanding. 
But uh, some people still think he's placed at fullback. I guess we'll see in the weekend. Look, I 100% agree with what you said before. I don't think you throw Lockie Miller in uh, for the pure fact that he's cold. Hasn't played in a couple of weeks. He's been injured. You know, he was on name 19th man against Manly from memory, and he sat on the bench. That's as close as he's been to a football field since that. It's going on three weeks now. Now, it was we heard rumours a couple of weeks ago that Lockie was real close to debuting, but he was the form player in New South Wales Cup. He's not anymore via the fact that he hasn't played for weeks. So I I genuinely think that if he is still in that form and he's fully fit, he debuts this week. But um, look, there's no New South Wales Cup this week either. There's only one game. I think the Bears play, but the Jets are on the bye. So um, I don't think we'll see him next week either. I think Nico's running out at one, and I think Hines is at, I mean, uh, Trindle's at seven. Now, I, I, if Mick Metcalf comes in, so be it. But... You were saying he didn't even finish the Jets game last weekend. Yeah, I heard with about five minutes to go, he was uh, he was taken off. Now, whether that was, um, you know, just because well, I mean, the game wasn't wrapped up. We scored late to wrap the game up, so it could it could have been a strain, could have been a tweak, it could have been all part of the plan. But yeah, he didn't he didn't play the full eighty minutes, and it says it on the New South Wales Cup website as well that he only played seventy five. There you go. I, I look. I think Trindle. You know, I'm not I'm not sold on Trindle, um, but I think a lot of people are looking at his performances coming off the bench in an unfamiliar position, being thrown in to win the game with 10 minutes to go, and they're judging him on that. And they're forgetting last year that he, he had some pretty good performances, you know. Hasn't set the world on fire, but he did enough to get pushed into that spot where he's our backup half. And, I mean, like you said, this is what he's here for. seven for us last year and he had that consecutive run of games he was brilliant he was re-signed and I challenge anyone to go and search Twitter for Braden Trindle back in October Braden Trindle tweets October November December everyone wanted him as the halfback everyone wanted Nico Hines as the 5'8 well Kennedy as the fullback so you know this week obviously we're not seeing him part of Hines in, in the in the spine but He's going to be linking up with him because Hines is going to play both sides of the field. He certainly will. And I'm I'm not – look, he'll wear the seven, but he won't be the main man, put it that way, because Nico Hines is going to be directing the attack no matter what the number is on his back, whether that be 1-7 or 105. It's Nico Hines' team now. It's been built around him. Fitz has been very vocal in saying that. So I wouldn't worry too much. Look, Trindle, Trindle's got a good kicking game. I know he hasn't really shown it, and he did put that kick into row Z couple of weeks ago that I, I cannot forgive. It was so bad. But this is a guy who forged a career on his kicking game for Newtown. And those that have seen him play for Newtown, this kid's got so much talent. And when he was given a full run last year, like you said, he played quite well. You know, he's not Jonathan Thurston, but he was way better than Chad Townsend. Yeah, he's got he's got a boot on him as well. And I think, I think having another kicking option... Hines and Trindle against this Raiders team and we'll be able to turn them around. I think that's really important. If you have a look at the games where the Raiders have been battered this year and even the second half against the Sharks, we turn their forwards around. If you continue to turn their forwards around or you have the ball and make their forwards defend, you're going to get over the top of them. Look, exactly right. Now, let's not forget, they're missing their best player, Jack Whiten, the bloke who dead set hates us. Hates us. Always turns up and batters us, no matter what form he's in or what the circumstance. Going back to round one, though, we by all right should have won that game. 
we were in a position to. I think we were better the team for probably probably 41 minutes. I'd say we just edged them. And a silly error cost us the game on the bell, you know. Plus it was round one. Plus our, you know, so many new players. No Ken McInnes, etc., etc. Trinidad at seven doesn't worry me. I We definitely lose something with Kennedy not being there. But this is a Nico Hines show, and I don't think people are grasping that. I think they're expecting Trindle to come in and take over. Nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah, I, I think I think this is going to be a perfect opportunity for Hines because he'll be able to jump in there and take the game by the horns as the first receiver, but he's also going to have that opportunity to be Will Kennedy out the back. And his ball playing at speed is just fantastic. And it's something that we haven't seen this year because he hasn't been able to inject himself like that. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, not not for not for too long, you know. Come back soon, will exactly right. Two weeks is more than enough. Now the the other change, the there was talk of Ronaldo in the centres, Icavalo on the wing. I don't think for a second anything other than Connor Tracy being named in the centres. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You know, people saying that they wanted Ronaldo and Icavalo, just stop that right now. Ronaldo's a fantastic winger, and Connor Tracy is never going to let anyone down. You saw that on the weekend. Named on the wing to do a job, did a job. He'll be in the centres to do a job. Figure it out when Jesse Ramey comes back. But for the next three weeks, Connor Tracy is going to play that right centre spot. Look, absolutely. And let's not forget his last game at centre against the Dragons. And before he got injured, he was very, very good. And I mean, yeah, as you said, he's, he's never let you down. Early on in his career at centre, I was like calling for to never do that again. But he he's just, like you said, the bloke never lets you down. If you need a bloke to run and make a tackle or make a play for your life and commitment and energy comes in, you're picking him every day. You know, he's not the best center in the world. He's not going to be as destructive as Talakai. But, mate, I, I back him over either of the centers the um, the Raiders have named. Put it that way. I don't even know who the Raiders have named. Couldn't tell you. Do not care. Unless it's Pete Malmeninga, I do not care. For the record, I I like the decision. I think it's a smart one. It's minimum disruption. You know, as much as I do rate a Cavalu, and in the preseason we'll call him for Ronnie in the centres, he's an out-and-out superstar winger, and we can't can't move players to, you know, to fit everyone in. I I think Fitz has named the best side possible, except perhaps Lockie Miller in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think think this is is the best team. you know, if Hunt drops off the bench and we, we put Miller on the bench or Metcalf on there, you know, so be it. But I think I think we might be one to seventeen uh, this weekend, but just with the whole McKinnis starting Tolman on the bench. So, and what, what are your thoughts on this uh, this game against the Raiders, Dan? How are we going to win it? Well, mate, it's it's funny because I assume we had a good recent record against the uh, the Raiders, and it was pointed out to me that we've lost seven in a row against these pricks. So yeah. I- I can't remember the last time we beat the Raiders. I remember smashing them in 20... No, we beat them in 2018, I know. I remember absolutely battering them in 2016, so I was up the coast watching with the family. But not much in between. I remember freezing my ass off when we should have won going into the finals, and they beat us at Cogra. That sucked. And then round one. So, I mean, we're due for a win, put it that way. But, mate, if we don't beat them, sans Jack White, and we're never going to beat them. No, well, I mean, if it's seven in a row, you've got to think one this year, two in 2021, two in 2022, two in 2019. So you probably haven't won since 2018, 2017 against the Raiders. We're, we're long overdue before that, you know. It, it was funny because it was always the away team won. Yeah, for years. Uh, 
yeah, for years it was the away team would always win, and now it's you know, you know the Raiders have, have really had the the wood over us. Um, look, they've got they've got a big forward pack, but big forward packs at the moment aren't really frightening Cronulla. You know, Melbourne had a big forward pack and we matched it with them. It was just some Cam Munster, you know, magic that uh, that killed us. We we handled Manly well. We handled the Broncos really well. Um, you know, even though we didn't win the game, but their, their forward pack didn't really do the damage. It was uh, it was Adam Reynolds and Katoni uh, Staggs that did the damage to us that night. And then obviously on the weekend, the you know two of the the biggest front rowers in the competition, we you know we ate them alive. So I'm not really worried on the the forward pack as long as uh, Dale Finucane's there. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not worried there. I, I, and I don't I, again, I don't think they have much in the back to beat us, but. This Canberra team, you know, they're they they're very early twenty tens Cronulla. They they don't have the points in them, but they'll grind you down and they'll they'll beat you with shitness. Look, that that is it, shitness. That's the technical term. Going back to twenty sixteen, mate, Canberra were the first team to beat us. I know the Titans actually ended our streak, the win streak, but the the Raiders were the first team to beat us after that streak. So, you know, we we owe them a good flogging. But if I said to you, Matt Frawley and Brad Schneider are the halves combination we're playing this weekend, you shivering in your boots? Because I'm certainly not. No, but me and you were on a podcast last year and said, oh, we're coming up against a team that's led by Albert Kelly and Tyson Gamble, and we got our pants pulled down. Look, we certainly did, not for the last time. But uh, look, on, on paper, I, I like the look of Cronulla. You're right about the forward pack. You know, Papali or Papali, um, Tapani. You know, Tapani, and then you got Harawira Naira and some other big fours. You know, Adam Elliott's probably going to start at nine. So you got some big boys here, but um, we got the players to go around and put it that way, and we got the forwards to go through them. Adam Elliott's going to start at nine. Yeah, has for the last two weeks, he's been named there again. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, the, the spine, I'm just having a look at it now. Adam Elliott, Schneider, Frawley, and Nick Lockstar, like, <laughs> you know, we're, we're talking now that we want to be top four contenders. Like, you know, we we were surprised by the Broncos, but we, we can't be we can't be surprised by Canberra. We need to win this game. We need to win it by twenty points. Yeah, we do. Look, Tom Starling's dangerous off the bench, and he tore us up when Hodgson got injured in round one. But Nickel Clockstar's just come back from you know being dropped and benched and not put on. He sat on the bench for eighty minutes a couple of weeks ago. He's been in really shit form, but he, he's done the dust on us in the past. Xavier Savage is a player that, that worries me, but he hasn't been named. So there's really no excuses here as far as I can see. You know, Jordan Rappin has had a few games against us where he's done some damage, but, mate, he's played his one or two good games for the season already, so his quote is done. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Savage is named in 16. I was just looking at the lineup then. Oh, he was? Oh, we'll see. Look, he comes in. They're going to be 30 nil down, so whatever. Give him a try or two. Who cares? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's like these, these are the games now where you shouldn't be worried, but you just kind of are. But you know, I said, as I said, if if you know, if Finucane and McInnes are on, there's I, I don't see much. This is a game that we should control and win and and win by twenty points. So I mean, fingers crossed, mate. Yeah, look, the shark Innes says, you know, this is a game, the danger game, and to a degree it is. But I mean. Technically, it's a home game for us, so 100% at home. Let's let's keep that going. 
I just, if Canberra beat us, mate, I maybe we're not the real deal. Yeah, if, if Canberra beat us, it's yeah, it's one of, like if, if Canberra beat us, and, and after ten games you've lost to Canberra twice, Melbourne and Brisbane, you you kind of looking and going, well, you accept the Melbourne game, and you can maybe understand Brisbane, but lost to Canberra, you can accept two losses is just unacceptable for a team that wants to be top four. Look, certainly is, especially without their main man, the former Dalian medalist. Even though I maintain he was. Given that, and he shouldn't be in Jack Whiten, but you know, I, mate, I just, I, I flabbergasted. I can't think of a way we lose this game, which means we'll probably lose uh, by thirty. The optimist in me is, uh, is coming out this week. I like, I like the twenty. I'm gonna say we win by eight. We're gonna lead by fourteen, and I'll score late. And we won't care, and we'll dance, and everyone going to Magic Round will celebrate. By the way, mate, you don't know this, yeah. but I've got someone heading up to cover Magic Round for Outlaws. I'll fill you in in a second. This is fantastic news, but everyone going up to Magic Round, have a great and safe trip. And Dan, as always, Hal Nico Hines. Have a ball.